When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you to make better financial decisions in your life. Up first on this episode, a ridiculously wild story about a hotel booking gone wrong. Uh, You're just not going to believe it. Want to know how you can protect yourself when booking travel? Well, I'd like to know sometimes, but usually I know how to tell you how to do that. I also have several scam warnings. I want you to be on the lookout for things that are popping up a lot right now that seem legit when you see them, then uh uh-oh, later. So the New York Times has a column called Tripped Up. It's where people, it's like they have an ombudsman who goes to work for people who something's really gone bad wrong with a travel experience. And there's an unbelievable story. It was the New York Times recently about a woman who was several months pregnant, flies into LaGuardia Airport, had booked a hotel on booking.com and uh, didn't really know how to use a hotel booking site, gets to the hotel And the hotel no longer exists because it had become a homeless shelter. The neighborhood it was in was one she shouldn't have been in in the first place. What happened next with Booking.com, which, by the way, is the parent company of Priceline, was beyond horribly ridiculous. Customer no service blew her off, left her stranded. In this bad neighborhood, she took an Uber back to LaGuardia Airport because that she didn't know where to go. She didn't know the area. So she took an Uber back to the airport. The airport was closed for the night. And this pregnant woman is outside in the cold overnight at LaGuardia, stranded and abandoned by Booking.com, who booked her at a non-existent hotel. The thing that's unreal as you go through the story is not only how bad booking handled it with her, but how defiant they were with the consumer advocate at the New York Times. Uh, To say that they were uncaring, unfeeling, and just mean-spirited doesn't even summarize properly all the things that booking did or didn't do. The comments from them to the reporter were infuriating at booking. So I want to talk about not 10 more times bashing booking.com for their horrible, horrible customer no service. What I want to do instead is talk about the third-party booking sites. So it's the thing now that there are a lot of third-party booking sites 
that are really sketch. Booking.com, by the way, is a mainstream, respected booking site. But what you'll find now when you search, there are a lot of websites that you can search for hotels. And then they'll list these prices and you'll click and you're taken to some UFO booking site. The problems that people are having with these UFO booking sites are legendary and not in a good way because people will end up at a property and they've already prepaid for a room to whatever sketch hotel site they booked at and the hotel's never heard of them, has no reservation for them, and their money's gone. This is an increasing problem. When you do book at a third-party site that is a known and recognized one, you got to learn how the game is played. So many of the reviews, if you're going by the star level or circles or whatever, you look on TripAdvisor and something will show star level of this and the circles, you know, they do one to five circles and something's rated four and a half circles. You're like, oh man, this place must be great. What you don't know is that so many of the reviews, just like has happened with Yelp, with restaurants and all that, so many of the reviews are bogus. You can go online as a hotel operator and you can hire a company or service to write so many fake reviews for you. You say, well, we'd like to order 500 fake reviews. We'd like to order 200 or 1,000 or whatever. And so a hotel that might be one that people have despised, suddenly it looks, their reputation's been completely washed clean, and suddenly the hotel looks fantastic. Well, the thing is, if instead of looking at the star level or review level or whatever, you read the reviews, which I do every time, you'll spot the fakes so fast. It's so clear that they're a boilerplate, that somebody's just writing them as fast as they can, using words and content and sentences and paragraphs they posted for some other hotel somewhere else in the world that bought fake reviews. The hotel booking sites don't care. They're just trying to get bookings, the legitimate hotel booking sites. And that's why it's so important to read the reviews, because without reading them, you're going to be misled, and you can end up in a really bad situation. In addition, if you're going to a strange place, you want to know the neighborhood you're going into. Because I learned really early on with hotels, when hotel bookings first started really happening on the internet a generation ago, that knowing the neighborhood was really good to do. So if you're going to unfamiliar territory, reviewing the area you're going into where you can just look online you can put in a neighborhood name or an area and say put in that street if it's a main road and say crime put in the name of the street and crime and then all these stories will pop up and you'll know whether it's an area that has a big time crime problem or not and just being safe i feel so bad for this woman who ended up in this situation her name's anna I hope that, Anna, everything's good in your life now, but what a nightmare for her. And just be careful out there. The New York Times reporter said, 
you know, the only answer is book only at the hotel's own reservation site. You know, if you're booking a Marriott property, you book Marriott, you book in Hilton, book in uh, an IEC brand, you book at their websites. But that's not going to mean that the hotel is going to be good. I don't like that suggestion. Doing your own research of the quality is really important. And if you want to know how to save on hotels, I have a comprehensive step-by-step how to save money on your hotel bookings. At Clark.com. At Clark.com. Did I not say that? No. It's okay. Okay. Charles in Florida. Just out of my head. Somebody just clicks in my head and it'll come out, right? (laughs) Charles in Florida says, I have a tip for your listeners about a recent rental car experience. I learned that the rental car agency I used electronically measures the amount of fuel in the car at pickup and return. They did not. I filled the gas tank before I left my hotel for the airport and the fuel gauge showed at or above full tank upon my return, but their system detected I had a half gallon less in the car than when I had taken it out. Consequently, I was charged at the $9.99 per gallon refueling rate. I think that's a fair practice to bill for actual fuel use, but I was caught unaware. Had I known, I would have overfilled the tank closer to the airport to avoid the extra fee. I thought your listeners might want to know. Okay, so Charles, this is definitely news of the weird. I have never heard of this practice, but if it's another way that car rental agencies can make money, it may become more common. You know, with car rentals, car rental agencies, depending on the location, it can be either a company-owned location or a franchise. No way of knowing in your case which it was, but it is not a common practice yet because I read everything in the travel industry pretty much that exists. And I've not heard of this practice before. I do, though, do something that you referred to about overfilling. And I do, when I go to fill up before I go to the airport, I always get a receipt for the gas I purchased. And after the automatic thing on the gas clicks off, whatever you call that clicky Mm -hmm. thing, I then keep filling to make sure that that tank really is full so I don't get there and it suddenly come below full. But in your case, it was still reading full and you still got charged for half a gallon, five bucks. Darnell in Arizona says, is there ever a good time to take advantage of purchasing additional points from an airline or hotel? Currently, one major hotel chain is offering if you buy 5,000 or more points, they will match it. For example, by 160,000 points, they add an additional 160,000 points. I now have 320,000 points for $1,600. Should I buy or should I fly away from this promotion? Okay, good question, because these offers are quite frequent from airlines and hotel chains. The hotel, so you got to go look at places you would consider staying and look and see the points redemptions required per night at a hotel that you want to stay at, at a time that would be typical when you might want to stay there. And I know that's a bit of a reach, but the only way you know the actual value of those 320,000 points is if you were to do that and see, well, 320,000 points will buy uh, these many room nights that would cost, if I bought the night, so many hundreds of dollars a night, So the payback is this, or there is no payback. So it just really depends. You have found you were a point junkie in the Marriott Bonvoy program, Mm -hmm. and you found what about those points? Yeah, it wasn't worth it. I actually got the credit card, and I regret getting the credit card. But So the hotels 
have been, everybody in the travel industry has been guilty of point or mile devaluation. And Marriott in particular has devalued their point so much in the Bonvoy program that they're not, they're not like worthless, but the value is not very good. Nicole in Florida has another car rental story. Uh, Dear Clark, I love your show because of your, and because of your advice on rental cars, I've been able to find some very good deals lately. That is until I rented from one of the big agencies. I requested two toddler car seats in an online booking that totaled $303. When I arrived to pick up my car, not only did they not show my car seat request, but they said it would be an extra $95 for the seats. I had no choice but to pay the extra fee. Wait, 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 wait. You can buy a car seat uh-huh. for, I mean, if you shop at Walmart or something, you don't pay that much for a car seat. $95? Oh, it gets th- worse. For three days? I checked my credit card that night. I had been charged double for the seats. Customer service just passed me from one department to another. And when I re- inquired about the double charge at the counter when returning the car, they said it was in the fine print that some additional fees may apply. I'm sorry, but charging me an undisclosed $200 for car seats is not just some additional fee. I could have purchased new car seats and brought them with me for less. No kidding. Okay. Dispute with your credit card company, the double bill. And what the person told you at the counter was disrespectful. No excuse for that. Obviously, not only do they have a ripoff fee, but they accidentally entered it twice. So dispute the double charge. And that's what you do. The the $95 is sunk cost. That's over. But doubling it, that's not okay. And you'll know that in the future, no matter what, you've got to bring your own car seats because... The car rental agencies will, well, they're okay. So just so you know, almost every car rental agency in the United States is owned by one of three brands. There may be, uh, there are 11 different brands, but they only have three owners behind the curtain. The three companies have become extremely fee happy and you got to be ready for the curveballs. Greg in California says, what's the deal with accommodation rates right now? We're traveling to Kauai in January and found the cost for flights to be super cheap, $142 round trip from San Diego, but the cost for accommodations is ridiculously high. What is happening, oh travel guru? We just went last January to the same place and it was less than half of what we're finding now. Okay, so Greg, you know whose fault this is? Southwest Airlines. Do you know why it's Southwest Airlines' fault? Because when they invaded the Hawaiian Islands from strategic gateways all across the West and lowered the prevailing cost of flying to Hawaii by 50 to 70%, they forced the uh, dominant airline in the Hawaiian Islands, Hawaiian, to cut fares dramatically. And then American United Delta and Alaska also have had to cut their prices dramatically. And what happens? So you have all the new seats that Southwest brought in the market. You have the fare cuts from everybody. The number of people flying to the Hawaiian Islands because of Southwest has led to a massive increase in demand on hotels, VRBOs, and Airbnbs. It is classic unbelievable economics. It could be right in the Freakonomics book if they wrote a new version, how 
the irony of the much lower airfares led to much higher hotel rates in the Hawaiian Islands. And I've been thinking about this, and this is weird, but for a seven-night trip, the much lower fares that Southwest has created actually make the total cost of the trip higher because so many more people are going to the Hawaiian Islands. And when you look what accommodations cost per night over a week-long trip, in the oddest of outcomes, Southwest lowering fares so much increase the overall cost of trips. And when would you ever see an event like that? But Hawaii people go almost 100% of the travel is discretionary, and the lower fares did what they call in airline economics, they became traffic generation fares, creating all this additional demand. And that's why the accommodations are a zillion. And as I've said for years, I want you to save more and spend less and avoid getting ripped off. Well, straight ahead, I'm going to cover the ripoff part with some warnings for you about scams that are proliferating like mad right now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know if you are, but I am, and there are reports coming from everywhere that a big problem right now is where you're getting an email from a variety of companies, could be a utility, could be a cable company, could be your credit card company. What are known as pretexting scams are booming by both texting and email. People are being contacted with a sense of urgency, and here's the crazy thing. Usually... The people sending these don't even know you're a customer of an organization. Sometimes they do, and they have specific information about you, which gives it even more credibility. 
and you're getting a notice that are these notices are becoming such a problem with people responding that I just this week received one from a power company and a second from a cable company telling me beware and be wary of phony emails coming and both notices talked about these scams and what to watch out for number one and this goes back a long ways when it used to be done by telephone where you get a call and this was the scam that was so prominent uh 10 15 years ago was it was targeted at restaurants and a restaurant would get a phone call saying this is a courtesy call that your power is about to be shut off at your restaurant you can pay right now on this phone call we'll take an electronic check from you over the phone or whatever story they would tell you and your power won't be shut off you have to pay this and you have to pay blah 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 and a restaurateur looking at losing their entire lunch or dinner trade would believe it and pay it and then only later realize they got scammed so this is not new to have pretexting scams but now what is different is they are heavily attacking your text messages and emails. They're coming fast and furious, and they will tell you that you need to pay them right now, and guess how they want to get paid? A gift card or, guess what? Zelle, Cash App, or Venmo. You just got to know that when you get these messages they'll be with the logo of whatever organization they seem very official the look of the correspondence will match and mimic what you usually receive from that organization don't believe it if there's a phone number in a text or an email you receive do not call that phone number even if it turns out it's a legitimate email or text from an organization do not trust that phone number i want you to go to the website of that organization and find the customer no service number that you call second and i said this a few weeks ago i want to emphasize this again because it keeps coming up in news reports do not google or any other search engine the customer no service number for any organization Because criminals have become very adept at posting false customer contact information for a variety of organizations. Amazon just recently put out a warning about this. You've got to be careful with any group you're trying to contact that you do something that we do so much by rote, just doing a Google search or whatever search engine because of all the phony balonies i'm not trying to make you cynical or think everybody out there is a crumb bum but there are people out there that are not on the up and up and you got to know the games they play that keep morphing keep changing creating that sense of urgency in you sense of fear and getting you to do something that later you think huh i shouldn't have done that But by that point, your money's already gone. And Krista, I got the funniest thing to share with you. What? My oldest brother 
Gary and his wife Deborah passed through town and we were at dinner together. And of course, I had a card I'd gotten for dinner that was a gift card that I got 20% extra value on. And so I paid for dinner. And then my brother says to me, well, let me sell you the money. Oh, no, Gary. Gary. My poor older brother, the retired (laughs) lawyer, had to hear a lecture from me about how he had to delete Zell from his account and never use that horrible, awful, disgusting, despicable app. And he was like all defeated. So oh my just gosh. Like beating him up about, not physically. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I got indigestion from a great meal. I know. I had this wonderful piece of fresh fish. It was fantastic. I mean, just incredible. And then the dessert was my indigestion from him <laughs> saying that word to me, Zell. All right. He obviously doesn't listen to no, the clearly, podcast. Clearly, he needs to listen. All right. Thomas in Alabama says, I recently had an unauthorized charge on my credit card. Due to an alert, I was able to challenge it and hopefully stop the purchase. I believe someone got my number as well as the three-digit security number when my wife paid a copayment at a doctor's office. My question is, are you required to provide the three-digit security number when the vendor doesn't have a card reader? <sighs> okay. So this is a crazy situation. The three-digit code on Visa and MasterCard, I think Discover uses three-digit code, and American Express uses the four-digit code that's on the front. This was a security precaution, ironically enough, to prevent fraud. Now today, those three-digit codes, or four-digit code, in American Express's case, are now being used as a way to commit fraud. So most of the time, it is a protection giving that code. But one dishonest person in a system can cause a problem. And you're guessing it was at the doctor's office. We don't really know how that happened. It is an unusual circumstance if it did happen at a doctor's office. But what you did that's so important is you have alerts set up for your credit card. But even if you didn't, do you know you're not liable for any of the charges and no money would leave your hands when there's fraud on your credit card? All you have to do is check your statement within 60 days of when that charge is posted and you have a full legal right to dispute. You did a big favor to your credit card company by letting them know right away and you stopped any more maliciousness from happening funny stuff from happening and you help the credit card company as well that would have been stuck with those losses. Jennifer in North Carolina says, is ID.me a legitimate service? Is it safe to use? I work in education and I'm wondering about getting discounts with it when I order something online. Yeah. So ID.me has been controversial. In fact, the feds used to use it and don't use it anymore. I think some government agencies might still use it. Still use it? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not aware that there are federal agencies still using it, but you may be right. Um, And it is, the purpose of it is to verify that you really are who you say you are. Like going back to the pretexting thing we were talking about. Uh, So it is legit. The issue that people worry about is them having a database on you and what happens if somebody gets into their database. That's always the issue, but it is a legitimate 
organization. And Marion Washington says, you and Krista recommended purchasing used gym equipment from hotels. Is there a specific company you'd recommend to search and buy used equipment? So they are generally local. You may find them on eBay, maybe one of the most frequent places you'll see. You may see in a Facebook marketplace, neighborhood listing, you may see them on Craigslist. I know Craigslist can be really sketch, but a lot of times they'll be small business that are jobbers. They get the equipment, they refurb, and they sell it local. The reason gym equipment so heavily is sold locally is the cost of shipping heavy gym equipment is so cost prohibitive, but local delivery not as much. And so it really is something you just got to happen upon it. When you first tipped me off to this, did you find it on That was Craigslist, Craigslist? but it was so long ago. Yeah, that was Craigslist because it was a big sell-off and they had a warehouse. And so the people posted that. But today I would definitely use Facebook Marketplace or more likely one of my local Facebook um, buy and trade groups where I see tons of equipment, including a lot of Pelotons now. People oh, the Pelotons are everywhere right now. Especially because there have been new models since the um, like 2020 when people bought a lot of them. And so they sell them for so much less money. So Who knew that Peloton was a pandemic puppy? Yeah. I mean, it was just one of those things that was so in in 20 and so out here in 22. Couldn't be more out at this moment. Uh, but buying the used gym equipment, you got the hotel selling it. The hotel quality or a lot of larger corporate type environments where they have gym equipment, it will be one level of equipment. The stuff from a fitness center, because of the hours of use equipment gets per day, will be a higher caliber of equipment, but it'll also cost you more even used or refurbed. And if you do buy refurb gym equipment, you want at least a 90-day warranty on it because you want to make sure that the refurb was done right. You don't want to buy trouble. I think you're going to make some Peloton people mad, by the way. We'll see if we get some Clark Stinks about that, because people love their Peloton. There are people who love Peloton and live for it, and it's improved their health and all that. But what happened with Peloton was a COVID phenomenon. Mm -hmm. It was a pandemic phenomenon, and the company has had a lot of financial trouble since right. because people wanted to go back to be around other people, wanted to go back to gyms and all that. And they haven't found their post-COVID equilibrium at Peloton yet. So if Peloton works for you, works for my oldest daughter, she loves Peloton. She's on it all the time. If it really works in your life, that's great. A gym membership is probably cheaper though than having your own Peloton. Just a thought. So just want you to know, scams are everywhere. Peloton's not a scam. Peloton's a real thing. I want you to know we are here to serve you and keep your wallet safe. That's what we do here. And I want to thank you so much when you take your time to share your experiences, to ask your questions. You become a member of Team Clark when you do that. And we all help each other and the goal to help each other avoid the ripoffs that remember they never stop changing. Have a great day.